When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. This is Canty and Carlin, hour number three here. In for the guys, I am Jonathan Zaslow. He is Aaron Goldhammer. Good to have you aboard. And what better way to get hour number three here going, Aaron, than to bring in the host, one of the hosts of Canty and Carlin, Chris Carlin, joining us here on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Hello, Chris. How are you this afternoon? I'm outstanding. How are you fellas doing? We're doing all right, but I think first, Aaron, we, w- we want to ask Chris, we, we, got, we got a name for, for your show that's going to be coming up. I saw a press release this afternoon. This is very exciting. Congratulations. Thank you. We're very excited. Uh, I'm excited for Canty going to the morning. I am going to miss him. Uh, but with Joe, uh, I know we're going to put together some uh, really good explosive sports talk. We don't have a name yet. We're running that through legal. There's all sorts of machinations. There are all kinds of things happening, and, uh, you know, that'll be it. So we'll, we'll have it soon. We'll have a name soon, but I don't know exactly what that's going to be. It's, it's a whole machine it has to be put through. No doubt. All right. Well, Chris, does working with Joe mean that you are going to be spending more time in Las Vegas? Unfortunately not. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping I was going to get the call to say, hey, we're moving you to Vegas. Let's go. I'd be all over that. No problem. But I don't believe that's going to be the case as of right now. I'm, I'm going to see him in Bristol every once in a while, but not, uh, not unfortunately that. I, you know, where we're doing it from, we're trying to figure that all out. But it's, it's one of those things where uh, I, I'm excited to be working with him. Because Joe is, listen, just like you guys, Joe's a great radio guy, and he understands the medium, and I I think it's going to be fantastic. Chris Carlin here with us, half of Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. So we started out this show today, Chris, each of us given our uh, biggest takeaways from NFL preseason week number two. You got anything that stood out to you the most this weekend? I really am bothered by the Buffalo Bills offensive line situation you know chris and i were talking about this this morning uh when we were filling in for greeny and one of the things that jumped out to him is he's looking at josh allen and thinking that he's holding the ball too long and he's also looking down at the rush coming at him Uh, my bigger problem there is not necessarily allen doing that at the moment but more that just means he doesn't trust them up front and that's not something that comes without any sort of repetitions of trust being built. Uh, I really have been on this the last month or so. I don't think the Bills are going to make the playoffs. I think this is going to be uh, a fallback year because of that kind, because of uh, the offensive line, uh, because Josh Allen turns the football over too much. He's a terrific player that's got to stop. And we haven't seen any indication that that it's going to frankly and they also want him to play differently and if you ask him to play differently are you asking him to not be himself and then it gets all 
jumbled in what's the right message for him. I, I think there's a lot in there um, that can really screw up a season. And especially when there's no trust between the quarterback and the line, that's where I'd have a problem. And then you throw in, by the way, the wild card of Stefan Diggs and what happened at the end of last year. I know they've been all smiles during training camp, but everybody feels amazing in training camp. Yeah, I guess Stephen A. said this morning that he thinks that uh, Diggs could want to be traded. Diggs disputed that on social media, on X, previously known as Twitter, a little bit earlier this afternoon. Chris Carlin is with us. Host of Canty and Carlin on, on ESPN. What, you don't want me calling it X? It's the name of the Twitter. Of the Nobody knows media. what you're talking it's the about. Name hey, of the social media. Did you see X earlier? What, what are you talking about? I'm it's trying what? to get it. I'm trying to be very professional here. We got Chris Carlin on with us. We got to be very professional in this segment. No, you don't. Uh, uh, in addition to the Bills, <laughs> you know, Roger's going to start a preseason game, first time since 2018. Chris, is, this, is he doing this for football reasons or is he doing this for hard knocks reasons? Uh, I think he's doing it for football reasons. I, uh, getting a few series under his belt with the Jets' lead offense is probably a good idea. Um, I, I don't think he's doing it for hard knocks reasons, but I understand the thought that it would be considering it's been the Aaron Rodgers show the first couple of weeks. That That's all there is to it. The Jets have done a terrific job for a team that didn't want to be involved in this to begin with to make sure that it is an infomercial for them. As far as Rodgers is concerned, um, look, getting a few series with the offense, I don't have any problems with it. I know you have to have him for the regular season, but I, I, I do want him in some kind of rhythm. And you do pay the man to play, not necessarily during the preseason, but you do pay him to play. You want him to be at his best. And you'd like to see that offense humming a little bit uh, through a first couple of series, so I don't have a problem with it at all. Chris Carlin here with us, host of Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Jonathan Zaslow, Aaron Goldhammer filling in as Chris stops by on his very own show. Now, most shows, Chris, they, they like to talk about who's going to win the division, who's going to be the best in the division. This show today gave who we think is going to finish last in each division in the AFC. The NFC version's coming up a little bit later on today. Last place in each division in the AFC, Chris, is who? I love it. Embrace the hate. Let's go. Uh, last place in the AFC East is the is the New England Patriots. Um, speaking of offensive line problems, speaking of all kinds of problems, um, it's funny. I was up in Boston last week for a day and listening to Boston Sports Talk Radio. And in the span of 10 minutes, I heard the following. Uh, Belichick hates offense. Uh, the Patriots should give Malik Cunningham a look at quarterback. And uh, both Bailey Zappi and Matt Jones hate each other. So things are going great up there. Uh, I think the Patriots are going to finish last in the division. Plus they have, I believe, the second toughest schedule in the entire league. The AFC North is brutal to try to figure out. But I have to go with Cleveland for the moment just because I haven't seen them um, step forward. You know, I, I can't bet against Mike Tomlin staying out of the cellar just based on what his history is. And I'm certainly not going to believe that Baltimore or Cincinnati is going to be the last place team. Uh, I think it's you could have four teams vying to make the playoffs. Uh, in the AFC South, I think that's a dogfight between Houston and Indianapolis, and I think it's probably Indianapolis. Uh, I know that they feel like Anthony Richardson 
needs to play. I think that's a huge mistake uh, to begin the season, maybe later in the year. Uh, this guy, uh, while he hasn't played a ton of football, you look at last year, his only year as a full-time starter, and he had five games where he was under 50% completion percentage. This is, this is really throwing the guy to the wolves. And then in the West, I, I don't know how you pick anybody else than the Raiders uh, right now to finish last. You could, you could say Denver, um, but I, I have to believe that with Sean Payton that they're at least going to be representative. They're going to be better. They're, they're not going to be a great team. I don't believe in Russell Wilson, but that's where I would go. I'd have to go with the Raiders here. Aaron, you want to tell him as far as the AFC North how you stepped up, what you said, got, you were I've on the record. I've got all four teams making the playoffs, Chris. I think it's the first time it's ever going to happen. Wow. But I think you'll have four teams win ten games in that division, and all four of them will make the playoffs, which means no wild cards from any other division in the AFC. Wow. And listen, I get it. I get why you'd say it. Um, then you can definitively say that Brandon Staley will be out of a job. Uh, yes. Most certainly. Yes. Uh, Boy, who do you have winning the AFC if that's uh, the case? Miami. Miami. Wow. So you've got Buffalo out, too. I've yeah. got Buffalo out, I, too, I, and I've got the Jets missing the playoffs. You know, 9-8, and 8-9, eight, eight and nine, right around there is what I got for the Jets. Yeah. yeah, I think the Jets' expectations are just stupidly high. They're very good defensively. I know all about that. I don't know that come Week 10, Aaron Rodgers is still going to be playing at the same level that he that he is in week two or three, he is forty years old, and Tom Brady is not the rule; he's the exception. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent job, Chris. Thanks a lot for stopping by on your very own show today. Zaslow, I'm excited that you're part of this team. This fires That's such me up. Such a nice thing to say. How about that? Thank you, Chris. I it really is. I mean, it really is such a nice thing to say. I didn't nice. mean it, but it sounded sincere. I mean, whatever. It's, it's for it's, show. It's a, but by the way, Carlin did not show. say that when I joined the team at ESPN Radio, and I guess you bald guys must all roll together, That's right. huh? That's right. Exactly. Exactly. You hair privileged individuals have had enough of <laughs> go your way. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Carlin. Thanks, guys. Wow, what a mensch. Canty and Carlin is presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com. The countdown to the NFL season rolls on. Feel good to be back, baby. Five steps to the house. Touchdown. Turn it up and down. Turn it up and down. Incredible play. Time for some football, baby. 17 days until the Lions and Chiefs kick off the 2023 season. The NFL lives here. ESPN Radio. What a... What a guy. What a guy, that Chris Carlin. So, this is a bit of a precursor right here, courtesy of our man Shannon Penn behind the glass there. I'm told... That this is some Taylor Swift I got in my ear here, right, Aaron? Yes, this is Tay Tay. The Swifties are all are you going a Swiftie? crazy. Uh, a little bit. I mean, look, I respect her game. She writes all her own music, which I think is amazing. She's built a billion dollar business, which I respect. Now, am I paying a thousand dollars to go see her in concert? Hell no. But I, I feel like she's, you know, I understand the love affair around Taylor Swift. Did she roll by Cleveland? Did she play a bunch of shows? So she played Detroit. She played Pittsburgh. 
and skipped Cleveland because, uh, you know, in Cleveland you can easily drive to either one of those two places. But it was gotcha. literally – I have friends that literally were dropping a grand, a thousand dollars on it. There is not I'm, – I'm not sure any ticket anywhere for anything that I would spend a thousand dollars on. It feels like it's the biggest tour ever, right? Yep, yep. Now, I remember when I was a really little kid – Michael Jackson had a tour that came through a bunch of the cities that, I mean, it Man. wasn't $1,000, but it, yeah, the bad tour. Yeah. I mean, it would have been if it were now. What, yeah. what year, 84, Shannon, 85? No, bad, was 80, bad tour was uh, 87. Well, bad came out in 87, so it was like 88, 88, 88 89. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So I was like Wild. six, seven years old. Yeah, exactly. And that this feels like there has not been a tour of this scope since Michael Jackson was running around the country. Now, if I were to ask you. Yep. What NFL coach would you expect least to have an opinion? Bill Belichick would come to mind first, right? Yes. Yeah. So so Belichick, who doesn't want to say anything when he's in front of the media. You belong with me. He's he's putting some respect on Taylor Swift's name. So a little bit of Taylor. Um, That's my guy. We were wondering about that. Yeah. Yeah, that was about it. Did you enjoy it? Did you get rained out? Were you at that show? That was pretty impressive. Yeah. She, yeah. Killed it. She's tough, man. She just stood out there and <laughs> played right through it. So that's courtesy of the Greg Hill Show on WEEI in Boston. And he look, that's animated, Bill Belichick. That's animated. And he is into Taylor Swift. Shake It Off was uh, spectacular. Um, I got to tell you, uh, Bad Blood uh, is a good song. And... Uh, <laughs> Football players play football. That's true. Do your job. Everybody do your job. Taylor Swift, she did her job. Now, we got let's bring on our pal here, Shannon. Uh-huh. Shannon Penn behind the glass. Everybody knows Shannon. You're going to explain this for those who have forgotten. But everybody knows the game that has swept the nation. Swift or Doc? Yeah, Swift or Doc. So essentially, I'm going to give you a title and you got to tell me whether or not it's a Taylor Swift song or if it's the title of a documentary, okay? So just like any random documentary. Any random documentary or a Taylor Swift song. Easy enough, I right? It. I love it. I mean, I don't know. Let's see. All right, know. all right. Well, Goldhammer, we'll start with you. You belong with me. You belong with me. Oh, that's a Swift or Doc? That is a short pants, long pants, short skirt, whatever the lyrics are. But that is a Taylor Swift song, I believe. What about you, Zaz? Yeah, I'm, I'm going Taylor Swift song. Now, I'm not about to give you lyrics because I'm out to lunch with Taylor Swift songs. Okay. But I feel like that's a Taylor Swift song. All right, song. ding, ding, ding. You both guys got it right. That is, in fact, a Taylor Swift song. Okay. Easy enough now, right? You get the gist yeah, of it. Yeah, All right. I'm good at this game. All right, all right. Okay, well, all right. That's bold. All right, Zach. We'll I guess we're about to find that all out. All right, here we go. That's a pretty easy one. All right, Lavender Haze. Lavender Haze. Taylor Swift or Doc? Wow. Lavender Haze. I feel like, ooh, I'm going to go Doc. What about you, Goldhammer? Lavender Haze? Go Doc. It F- F- feels like a Taylor. I think that's a Swifty. Give me a uh, Swift. Taylor that is Swift. a Swift. You got yeah. it right. That is a Swift. That is a Swift. Oh. Lavender Haze. All right, I got the one-point one, uh, one point lead. Lavender Haze. Right. I, you know, if there could have been a doc about what? About, like, uh, music in the 60s? Uh, yeah, I think you know what it could have been a doc about. All right? <laughs> I think you know. Okay. Fine. All right, here we go. Next title here, Goldhammer, Fire of Love. Fire of Love. Swift or Doc? 
Fire of Love? That's a Johnny Cash documentary. Give me Doc. What about you, Zaz? Yeah, I'm going Doc. I feel like, like, is that the Courtney Love, Kurt Cobain documentary? <laughs> that I'm is, going Doc. That is a Doc, so you guys got it right. It's a National Geographic documentary recounting the love story of volcano list Katina and Maurice Kraft. So it's about that two was my next volcano guess. folks. Yeah, of yes. course, you have volcanoes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So we, we're all we're all. Over. All right, all right, Zaz. Next one here, Honeyland. Honeyland, Swift or Doc? Ooh, Honeyland. Everybody knows that's a Taylor Swift song. Everybody knows that. I think it's a documentary about bees. I think this is a bee-specific documentary about the production of honey. You are, you are almost correct. Yes, it is a documentary. It's a documentary that transports you to the Balkan Mountains to practice the ancient art of beekeeping. Yeah, that's yeah. what I told once, you. I've once seen that. you started to give your explanation, that sounded logical. <laughs> All right. All right. Here's I'm an, on fire over here. All right, Goldhammer, let's we'll try here. Best worst thing that could ever have happened. Best worst thing that could ever have happened. Best Swift worst or thing Doc. That could, that's a long name. Best of a song. worst thing that could have ever have happened. It's a long name for a documentary, too. Best worst thing that could ever. I'm going to say that's a Swift song. What about you, Zaz? Yeah, I'm going Swift song, too. I think that's during like the stage. Where you know she's writing about the, all the ex boyfriends, you know. So I'm I'm going Swift. That is in fact a documentary. It oh, was not a Swift. No. It's a documentary. What? It's about a, what? The, the cast members of a 1981 what? musical, Merrily We Roll Along, look back at the show, which was a major flop. It was about a 1981 musical, Merrily We Roll Along. Boy, this is a tough what? game. All right, fun well, fun game. You got one more? Yeah, Why, it's yeah, so popular. Yeah, what about? Hmm. One more. I got to make it good. All right. Let's go with. Give me shelter, Goldhammer. Give me shelter. Oh. Swift or Doc? Well, hold on. There's a song, Give Me Shelter, that I think is like the Rolling Stones. Yes, it is the Stones. Yeah. So I, I don't. Taylor Swift and I also have a song called Give Me Shelter. She's ripping off the Rolling Stones. I think that's a documentary. Zaz? I'm pretty sure Gimme Shelter is the name of a of a book about the Rolling Stones. So I'm going to say that it also can be some kind of documentary. Well, man, I made that way too easy for you guys. This is, in fact, a 1970 documentary about a Rolling Stones' 1969 concert. So you guys got it right. I told there you. Go. Go. Look at there. You knew more oh, Swifty that, that, stuff. I, I got to tell you, that was a good game, Swifter Doc. And I bet if you're listening to this, break that out at your next birthday party or uh, daddy-daughter dance, and that is going to light the room up, Swift or Doc. That's right. <laughs> I like that game. Hey, how legit are the Steelers? Are we sleeping on the Pittsburgh Steelers? After Aaron has this word from Indeed. Well, when you're running your own business, the last thing you need is running into problems hiring. So check out Indeed, the all-in-one hiring solution that makes it so easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates. With tools like Instant Match, the moment you sponsor a post, you're instantly going to receive a shortlist, quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. You can then invite them to apply, schedule, conduct interviews, all through the Indeed website. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. You get $75 towards your first sponsored job. That is Indeed.com slash credit. Terms, conditions, apply. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive 
eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Aaron Rodgers moves up his debut for the New York Jets. There's a young group there. Got to get him reps with that first-team offense. I think it bodes well for Aaron Rodgers to get a little bit of time. It's important for him to play, to bring this offense together in a real football game. It's a preseason game. This is a team that needs offense. They have an outstanding defense, top five defense, and Aaron Rodgers can be the Aaron Rodgers we saw even last year. 30 touchdown passes. All of a sudden, these guys can score points. They have a chance to win the division. This is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. Filling in for the guys, he is Aaron Goldhammer. I am Jonathan Zaslow. He is in Cleveland. I am in South Florida, and we are presented by Progressive Insurance. What a game. Have you recovered yet, Aaron, from the game that we all know? I told you. Everybody knows what a popular game it's become. The old game, Swift or Doc. Excellent job, by the way, by Shannon Penn. Excellent job putting it together. Uh, tremendous, and I got to say, uh, no surprise, I kicked your butt. I mean, I, what, yeah. what, it was about yeah. four to four to one, a final score, I believe. Everyone knows I'm an experienced Swifter Doc player. I choked. I choked. You know, it's the first time I've done it on ESPN Radio. All right, let's get back to the football here. 
Mina Kimes, ESPN NFL analyst, the Mina Kimes Show, featuring Lenny Podcast, at Mina Kimes on X. A lot of people still refer to it as Twitter. Mina, how are you this afternoon? Hello. Hey, uh, hoping you guys don't try to play this Taylor Swift game with me because I might know less about Taylor Swift than anyone apparently in modern existence right now, but definitely at ESPN. Not a Swifty. You weren't shelling out uh, thousands of dollars to go dress, play dress up and see Taylor Swift. This definitely means as we're going to be playing a Taylor Swift game with Mina that I'll be putting together during the segment at the end of this segment. So everybody get excited for that. I want to clarify. I'm not anti-Taylor Swift. I'm just ignorant. Good clarification. <laughs> they were about to come after you, I, I right? That's what fans. happens. No. Yeah, 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 I fear right. the fans. So, yeah. So, big news, of course, big talking point today, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is going to start preseason game number three, week number three, coming up this weekend. First preseason game he's going to play in five years. Good idea or bad idea, Mina? Uh, Yeah, I'm always hesitant to come down really hard on playing or not playing in preseason because we have seen so many great quarterbacks, great offenses, have success going both ways. Guys who have skipped the preseason, been fine. Guys like Patrick Mahomes who love playing in the preseason and are fine. And, of course, um, nobody really gets mad about it until someone gets hurt, and then they blame it and say it's it's a disaster. I do think it's a little important, though, uh, for Rodgers and for the Jets offense just because there's been so much uncertainty with the offensive line, who's playing, uh, who's playing which position, who the starters will be that I do think it will probably be nice for them to establish some rhythm and continuity on that front. Although, frankly, based on kind of where things are with the injuries, it might not actually be the starting offensive line. So maybe they won't get that much of a a preview. But that's something I personally would like to see. I mean, I'm a little concerned about this rookie quarterback class. I think Dorian Thompson-Robinson of the Browns has actually looked the best of all the rookie (laughs) QBs. What do you make of what's happened so far in these preseason games with the first-rounders, and are you as concerned as I am? Yeah, I didn't mean to chuckle at your opinion. I, I, I chuckle because I've loved watching DDR play. He's been awesome. Uh, I do think he has the benefit of playing behind a, a much better offensive line than some of these these rookies, even the backups in Cleveland are better than some of them. And, and that's really been the story for me. You know, Bryce Young, I feel like it's been really hard to evaluate him because the pass protection has been so bad, which has been kind of surprising because Carolina offensive line looks really good at the end of last season. You have a player like Iggy Quanit or left tackle. I thought really improved as the year went on, but he has been really struggling these first two games. And I wouldn't pin any of Bryce's issues on him. Uh, similarly with C.J. Stroud in, in, the, in the first game, he was under siege, but in the second game, he had a little bit more time. You saw flashes of the guy that you saw at Ohio State throwing with accuracy and touch. So I think it's just really important to remember context, um, that some of these guys aren't playing with entirely with groups of starters, and to hope that the uh, pass protection improves or is helped by scheme when they hit the regular season. Mina Kimes joining us here on Canty and Carlin, filling in for the guys. He's Aaron Goldhammer. I'm Jonathan Zaslow. Of course, Mina, host of the Mina Kimes Show, featuring Lenny Podcast. believe Steelers can be, and is it silly for anyone who, of all organizations and track records out there, to sleep on the Pittsburgh Steelers? So, uh, on the latest episode of the Mini Kimes show, we, I had Bill Barnwell and Dominique Foxers on, and we all gave takes in order of 
hotness. And my hottest take was that I thought the Steelers could have a top 10 offense. And defense, actually. But the offense, I think, was maybe more surprising. But, um, you know, I, I think it's grounded in a few things. One, this is an offense that in the second half of the season with Kenny Pickett, once he had a couple starts under his belt, was playing really well. They actually were a top 10 offense in most advanced metrics second half of the season, even when you account for opponent. They're running the football well. I think it's a very good group of wide receivers. And it's an offensive line that has they've invested a lot in, continue to invest in this offseason, adding Isaac Samalu, the guard from Philadelphia, drafting Broderick Jones to see when he plays. And it really shows. Um, I also really liked what I saw from Pickett last year uh, as a playmaker. I thought he had to improve in the pocket. So far this preseason, he has looked much better in the pocket to run over the middle of the field. So I am very optimistic about the Steelers. The only case against the Steelers is I think they play in an absolute bloodbath of a division, maybe the best division in football, and that would be the thing that keeps them from getting the playoffs. Mina, can I judge our hottest take of the show so far and have you put it on the the hotness meter, the hottest, <laughs> sure. the hotness of the take, that all four AFC North teams are going to make the playoffs? Wow. It is it, it, plausible. I think, you know, it, it, that's always tricky because they obviously they play each other. But, they're like, if you just look at them and look at the rosters, they're all fantastic rosters. Uh it's 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 going to be really challenging. I'll just say that. But I'm I am like I'm actually optimistic about every single AFC North team in a way that kind of scares me. Finally, here for Mina Kimes, biggest takeaway from the preseason this weekend. What stood out to you the most? Um, I would say this weekend. I thought, like I said, Stroud looked a lot better, which was really encouraging to see. I thought Jordan Love has continued to look very good, uh, which I think people might be underrating. The Packers, um, so I'll throw that one out there as well. And um, one more team, I think, uh, you know, we did. You, you had the first-team offense play a series with the Raiders, and I think that uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, it, it, you kind of saw why they signed him, which was sort of a move that was a little bit confusing to people, but you know, he just makes a lot of sense for Josh McDaniel's offense. Now, I want to say that doesn't mean I think the Raiders will be good. I do not think they will be good. I'm pretty pessimistic about them as a football team, but I thought Garoppolo looked good at the offense, which is what they'd hope for. All right, Mina, finish the lyric. You ready? Players going to play, 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 play. Haters going to hate, 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 hate. Baby, I'm just going to shake. Shake, 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 shake. Shake it off. Yeah. Shake it off, right? Okay. Okay. Good stuff. I knew you were on all over it. Come on. Mm. Great job, Mina. Thank you for hanging out with us for a few minutes. Bye, guys. There you go. Mina Kimes, ESPN NFL analyst. The Mina Kimes Show featuring Lenny Podcast. And, of course, you can catch her on X at Mina Kimes. I like how she had to clarify there, Aaron. It has nothing to do with whether she likes or dislikes Taylor Swift. Phenomenal talent. She just doesn't know a lot. You don't want the, the Swifties coming at you. In big what trouble. does it say about Taylor Swift that the NFL asked her to do the Super Bowl yeah. and she had the power to say no to the National Football League does not happen often. Yeah. yeah. In all honesty, why would she do it? Like, she's playing stadium what's the, shows. Yeah, what's the upside for her? Also, the NFL yeah. doesn't pay you to do Super Bowl? I think you got to pay them to do it because it's like an infomercial kind of deal, you oh, know? Oh, come on. Said Taylor, Taylor Swift needs that like she needs a hole in her head. I understand her. Say, now, if I'd go to the owners, I'd say, listen, 100 mil from you guys, I'm I'm in for halftime, but I'm I'm not paying to do it. Are you kidding me? 
Excellent job there by Mina Kimes. Hey, coming up, does Tua Tonga-Vailoa look ready for week one? Do the Dolphins have the most dangerous offense in the NFC? AFC, excuse me. That's coming up next. You're listening to Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. I'm Jonathan Saslow. He is Aaron Goldhammer. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. One-handed catch, touchdown, Tyreek Hill. Anytime he can get his hands on the ball, man, he can go the distance. Shout out to all my fantasy owners out there. Arguably the most explosive player in the game. Tyreek Hill is the guy that keeps teams up at night. This is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and Sirius XM Channel 80. He is Aaron Goldhanner. I am Jonathan Saslow, filling in for the guys, and we are presented by Progressive Insurance. And, of course, you're hearing right there Tyreek Hill, obviously one of the most dynamic receivers in the NFL. I want to talk a little bit about the Dolphins and Tua this weekend as he made his preseason debut Aaron after missing the final three regular season games with the concussion everybody knows about that missing the postseason game as well but real quick about Tyreek Hill for me I'm here in South Florida for those who don't know and of course if you want to hit up either one of us on Twitter X he's at Hammer Nation 19 I'm at Zaslow Show and I'm obviously a Dolphin fan and I wonder if this has happened to you in your fandom where you have a player in this case Tyreek Hill we all knew Tyreek Hill was really great, but it's it was one of those deals where when he came to the Dolphins last year, and now you're watching him every single game. If you're a mime, it's like right. I knew he was good, but I, like I didn't know he was this good. So here's the thing with him: I thought in a way he was probably a product of Mahomes. Like, do you think if you dropped Kelsey on another team, now I think he'd still be good. I don't know that he would be. I don't think he has tight end of all time. Good. So I think that the thing with him going into last year that I was wondering is, okay, I know he's fast, but how much of his greatness is him and how much of his greatness is Mahomes? Don't get it twisted. I mean, Mahomes won the Super Bowl without him, which is amazing. But Tyreek Hill, I think, also proved as that 
without Mahomes, he's still one of the top three best receivers in the game. I think there was more talk, though, last year when he left the Chiefs. I think there was more talk about how Mahomes is going to miss Hill than the other way around. They don't miss each other. Which no, is they don't. <laughs> yeah, they don't. They were a great marriage. They won a Super Bowl together. They they completed an iconic play together on a fourth down in Super Bowl history, and neither one of them misses the other. On Tua, I'm curious to go through your emotional makeup as a Dolphin fan as he's dropping back for that first pass, the one that got intercepted, and what you're thinking <laughs> as you see it go into the hands of the Houston Texans. I mean, I, I totally laughed because, see, here's the thing. It, it, it was it was kind of cool that Tua was going to play on Saturday afternoon because we haven't seen him in so long. But Tua doesn't need to play. You want to see him get out there, shake some of the rust off, show that he could take a hit or, or what have you. All right, get out there. You haven't been out there in a long time. If that first play of the game and he throws the interception, and it wasn't even like it was a great play by Denzel Perriman. It was an awful read and an awful throw, all right? So if, if that play happened last year, oh, my God, that would have been really, really upsetting that yeah. the first look we're getting yeah. of Tua. Yeah. But I laughed it off because I know Tua's awesome. I know what I saw last year. Oh, but Zaslow, he's got to be able to stay healthy. Of course. You don't need me to say I don't need to repeat that every time. I know Tua's awesome. So, yeah, he threw the interception. It's so stupid. Very first play. Right. And then the next the next series, he's throwing darts, and he's on fire, and they score, you know? Right. So. They go right down the field. Now, to me, right down the field. The, Tua is good, but to me, the two system teams that I just think have the best systems, the hardest to stop, I think the 49ers are really difficult to stop, not because of their quarterback, but because of their system. And I would put the Dolphins now in the same category. And they're two coaches from the same tree. Obviously, they knew each other really well. They're running a lot of the same stuff. But in the NFC, it's San Francisco to me. And in the AFC, I just think all their speed and Miami's system, I think they're going to be a top 10 offense, not necessarily because of Tua, but because of Mike McDaniel. They're just the perfect wide receivers, not just because they're really great, but combining that with the speed with Hill and Waddle, it's almost if you, you, rather than if you had a wide receiver who's like all the way up here and he's he's super big and strong, you would almost take a lesser receiver who has all of the speed to yeah. pair up with Tua because he's so accurate and you want him to be able to get the ball out quick. Because we know of the injury history there, you know, whether the offensive line is good or not. And he's got these receivers who are so good at getting separation and so fast. And it allows a super accurate quarter, quarter, uh, quarterback like Tua to be able to get the ball out so fast. It's, 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 it's a perfect combination for them. What does it's it really say cool. about us? You know, you know I'm in Cleveland. I know you're in South Florida. I got the Dolphins winning the division. You've got the Browns finishing in last place. I mean, yeah. how, how rude. How I rude is real. I mean, respect your co-host at least a yeah, little. No, I got to keep it real Jeez. first, and then I respect the ghost. Keep it real comes first, then you respect the co-host. That's how it goes. Hey, Jordan Love, though, is he silencing the doubters? And who is going to finish last? We did the AFC. Who is going to finish last in each NFC division? That's next. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. 
Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.